When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is End Time World News, and I'm your host, Eric. Like, share, subscribe. If you like this podcast, folks, and again, your donations are always welcome and greatly appreciated. You can go to redcircle.com. That's redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. Redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. Like, share, subscribe. Okay, folks. Uh, this podcast, in case uh, you're new uh, to the show, this podcast is about uh, we're an independent and alternative media organization dedicated to finding the truth and issues facing Christians and non-Christians in the world every day. We're a podcast about everyday life, hope, God, Jesus, news, and the world events, current and world events. And also the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, folks. So that'll give you a little bit of an idea of what we are about. And of course, as always, we cover the news and the link will be down below. Okay, I have an article here today out of naturalnews.com. That's naturalnews.com dated Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. And before I get into the article, uh, I got to put a disclaimer out for the Internet police so the Internet police don't take us off the air. Uh, I'm not a doctor, dentist, lawyer, nor am I uh, going to give you medical care advice or anything else. However, I, pre I present these stories and facts uh, based under the Freedom of Information Act and also the First Amendment under the United States uh, of, of the Constitution of the United States of America. So now that we got that out of the way and I got my disclaimer out of the way, today's story is uh, in the news today. The headline reads, uh, survey, one in five Americans believe that the coronavirus vaccines contain microchips. Very interesting, folks. So that's what we're going to get into today. One in five Americans believe that the uh, coronavirus vaccines contain microchips. Very, very, very interesting. And so again, uh, the article link will be down below so you folks can read it at your leisure and therefore uh, get into it and break it down just like I'm going to break it down for you today. Okay, let's continue. Uh, a new survey found that around 20% of the uh, Americans believe that the Wuhan coronavirus or COVID-19 vaccines may contain microchips. Actually, they contain nanoparticles, but you didn't hear me say that, okay? The survey conducted jointly by a research company by YouGov and mainstream media outlet The Economist between July 10th and July 13th. The two organizations had a sample size of 1,500 adults. 
the survey uh, has a margin or error plus or minus 3% points, so plus or minus 3%. In the survey, 5% of the, re- of the respondents said that they're definitely true, the COVID-19 uh, vaccines contain microchips. Another 15% said that that's probably true. 46% of the respondents said it is definitely false that vaccines contain microchips. Furthermore, uh, the study has found that people uh, who are most likely to believe that the COVID-19 vaccine has microchips are between the ages of 30 and 44. 20% of the people surveyed from this range said that it's probably true. Another 7% said it's definitely true. Okay, 29% of the people who believe the vaccines contain microchips were supporters of President Trump. Only 8% of uh, Joe Biden's voters believe the theory. Some 14% of the Democrats' voters and 32% of the Republican voters shared the same sentiment. The poll takers, here we go. The poll takers also pointed out that most of those who believe the possibility of the COVID-19 is containing microchips were white men without a college degree. 20% of those in the category believe that the idea was probably true compared to 17% of white women uh, without a college degree, 16% of all African-American and Hispanic uh, respondents. Finally, the uh, survey also asked participants on whether the remainder of the unvaccinated Americans have a good reason for being unvaccinated. 15% says they agree that the concerns of the unvaccinated population are legitimate and should be taken into consideration. 64% says there's no good reason for unvaccinated Americans not to get the COVID-19 vaccines, and 22% were unsure. Okay, so let's stop right there for just one second okay i'll pause okay so if they're saying in this survey 64 percent said there was no good reason for the unvaccinated americans to not get the covid19 vaccines and 22 percent were unsure that should tell you something folks so there's a lot of people out there if you're not getting the vax, which which uh, myself, or family, or nobody else is, uh, my family up north, my sisters and cousins and everybody in Michigan already did, and uh, I will not, being in Central Florida, I will not take that. I've done <clears throat> extensive, <clears throat> excuse me, extensive research on my own, and uh, uh, from what I've been studying the last year, year and a half. Uh, I won't take this poison, period, end of story. Uh, the vaccine has been proven, at least under the testing, uh, um, there has been some Spanish scientist over in Spain, and I posted that, uh, that found um, graphene oxide in one of the Pfizer, uh, Pfizer-BioNTech vaccines almost a 98, 99% uh, graphene oxide. Anybody that knows anything about um, chemicals uh, can tell you graphene oxide, if ingested by a person or or, or once put into a human body, does two things. Number one, uh, eventually your body will shut down 
shut down, meaning it'll shut down. <laughs> Number two, it becomes highly magnetic, thus explaining why magnets are sticking all over your body. And that's what you have to understand here, folks. There's a reason, and I've gone back and forth with uh, several people, uh, some of which are fairly intelligent, uh, and they argue for the vaccine and, and different things like that. Uh, but there's a reason. There, the, all this reason boils down to its depopulation. It's depopulation, a, a global reset depopulation, and this leads right up to the mark of the beast. And some people would say, well, Eric, you know, is this the mark of the beast? Well, you know, according to Revelation, it sure as heck is shaping up to be the mark of the beast. Now, uh, if they throw a microchip on top of that after already making you magnetic, after you take your two shots and you become a walking magnet, then that's that's uh, uh, if, if you will, that's uh, um, that's just the ice cream on top of the cake, if you will, so to speak. But what you have to understand is this shot will be able to track you via a 5G tower. And this shot, once you take it, you can't reverse it. So there's there's no real going back. Well, there there isn't a, a going back, not to my knowledge. And I'm, I'm fairly well versed on this, folks. Uh, again, I'm not an expert, a doctor, dentist, lawyer, or anything like that, but I've been following this for the last year and a half. I've been following this very, very closely. Matter of fact, in my other podcast, this is all I do. I, I cover pretty much uh, the coronavirus is what I do and the outbreak and how this is affecting society, uh, societies, I should say, and countries all over the world with the scamdemic, and they just keep it on and on and on. The agenda is depopulation uh, for a global reset. And then, of course, uh, vaccine passports. It's all part of the beast system, the mark of the beast. And this is, this is the agenda. So let's get back to the article. Furthermore, uh, going back to the article, folks, furthermore, 16% of the unvaccinated uh, believe that the recent post-vaccine uh, coronavirus surge is occurring among the unvaccinated population. This idea pushed by politicians is so-called public health experts. A majority of the coronavirus vaccine skeptics said that they're not afraid of the possibility that they might contact uh, uh, COVID-19. They believe the dangers of the coronavirus have been overblown, mostly for political reasons. Which I do agree, folks. I do agree. This is agenda again from the global, the globalist, and the global elite. And I've covered this on my other podcast. And in case you're just tuning in right now, uh, the globalist elite. People scratch the surface. They'll say Bill Gates and Fauci. Yeah, they're part of the globalist elite. But where are they getting their money? And then where are they getting their money? And where are they getting their money? That that's the question people have to ask. It takes a little digging. It takes critical thinking. Nobody digs deep enough. All they do is a dig surface level deep, just deep enough just to say, oh, okay, we, we, we got them right here. They only go through one or two levels. You have to go down 10, 20, 30, maybe even 100 levels to really get at the core where the evil's at. The evil is at and being funded by the Rothschilds, the Rothschild family, David and Jacob Rothschild, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
and also the Rockefeller, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Rockefellers, uh, they all want to, these global elites, they're, they're gazillionaires off the scale from a monetary standpoint, from, from, from money, uh, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, investments, in portfolio, these families are multi-gazillionaires, especially the Rothschilds. They're at the top of the rung, and then the Rockefellers are right under them on the pyramid, if you will. They own everything. They have controlling interest in the uh, big media, of course. They own all big media and have um, their stocks. They own stocks, bonds. They own everything in these big companies. And again, it's the media, communications, global mass transportation. They have representatives in almost every government all over the world so they can make sure that their agenda is always carried out. Uh, the food supply, uh, health care. I mean, I could go on and on. Real estate. I mean, they're invested everywhere. There's not a place where they're not invested or they have uh, no control. They have some type of controller or a representative, somebody that represents their company all over the world in everything, folks. So you have to understand with tentacles, like an octopus, folks, just thinking of an octopus, tentacles all over the world, they control everything, including, of course, big pharma, big pharmaceutical companies, uh, military industrial complex over here. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. It's, 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 uh, I mean, that, I could do a hundred hour podcast just on them alone and it, it would just, it wouldn't be enough to really give you the scope and depth of their tentacles and how much control these two families specifically have in the entire world and controlling the world. So, uh, what you have to understand is they're really at the core essence and want the depopulation and they want to kill us all. And you have to understand that because they have this, uh, they're Satanist, uh, uh, Zionist and Satanist, and they, they don't worship the same God you or I do. We worship Jesus Christ uh, uh, to God Almighty through Jesus Christ, and they don't believe in that. They don't believe in that. They think Jesus is a farce. They think God is not real. So you have to understand that line of thinking and that line of evil these are the people that are really controlling the world behind the scenes. And when, when I get into this, people people's minds are just blown. And I understand that. I try to do this as easy as possible and as digestible as possible for the human mind to be able to comprehend. But that's kind of at the core. So let, let me, I, I digress here for just a second. I Let's get back to the article. The army is developing coronavirus uh, vaccine microchip. Yes, they are. Americans have a reason to be skeptical because of the COVID-19 vaccines. One report of Spanish researchers, just like I mentioned, discovered that the vaccines contain mostly graphene oxide, a very toxic material. Another revelation found in the Department of the Defense, or DOD, creating a vaccine, a COVID vaccine, that contains a microchip implant under the skin that can be supposedly used to detect the virus. Uh, the Pentagon claims that the microchip uh, can protect reciprocants uh, from all of the variants of the coronavirus. Well, then why don't we have that out here? You got you just got to put two and two together here, folks. Uh, the project is headed up by Army infectious uh, physician uh, Matt Hepburn, uh, Colonel Matt Hepburn of the Pentagon's Defense for Advanced Research Projects Agency as part of the Defense 
uh, Department's Pandemic Response Program. Uh, the Pentagon has developed the implantable microchip blood surveillance system used to control people. Well, there you go, folks. There you go. Uh, Hepburn claimed without evidence that the technology could fight uh, the coronavirus and prevent people from getting other diseases. The microchip theory is a very small substance that looks like green goo. It can be mixed in the contents of the vaccine. Uh, the, Pentagon the Pentagon claims it can help detect viruses uh, before people begin even showing symptoms. You put it under your skin, and, it, and that tells you that there are chemical reactions going on inside your body that signals uh, remain you're going to have symptoms tomorrow. Hepburn said it's like a check engine light. Okay, so, so there you go. The Army already has this out, folks. The microchip, the RFID chip, has been out for years and years and years, and my guess would be at least 20, 25, maybe 30 years or more. So let me just... Uh, uh, let me just read something here. And as, and as I always do, I, I go back to Revelation uh, and the King James Version, of course. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. This talks about uh, the mark again. And I, I can't stress this enough. And I know folks sometimes maybe get tired of me reading this and forgive me. But I can't stress this enough. Just uh, bear with me these three um these three um, uh, verses here out of uh, Revelation, chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. Uh, here we go. And he causeth big and small, rich and poor, uh, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man uh, might buy or sell, say that he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for the number for it is the number of a man, and it is uh, the number is six hundred three score and six. So it's six six six, and you have to understand that the six 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 is here. It's now, uh, and we have to understand and be able to know what to do. Uh, if you haven't accepted Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, folks, I'll pray with you here and just uh, coming up here in just a minute or two. But I want to read also uh, from the King James Version, of course, just some uh, um, just some verses and passages about comfort. And this is in Second Corinthians uh, one, Second Corinthians one, verses three and four. Um, Blessed be God, even the Father of uh, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, and the God of all comfort. Okay? And that's what you have to understand. The God of all comfort. Who comforts us in tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them, which there are trouble by the comfort wherein we ourselves are comforted by God. So God does comfort even in our troubles and even in our worst of times. So that's what you have to understand. Here's another verse as well. Uh, Matthew uh, 11, verses 28 and 30. Matthew 11, Matthew uh, chapter 11. Again, in the, uh, this is the King James Bible. Matthew 11, verses 28 and 30. Come unto me. 
all ye labor and all are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take upon, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest upon your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I know uh, some folks have asked me, um, some folks have asked me, you know, why, why do you, Eric, why do you read from, from that? And it's much more understandable if you read from like the new, uh, uh, the new international version, the NIV and different things like that, the Bible. And I say, well, I try to keep the Bible and read from the Bible as good as humanly possible, folks. Um, the Bible in its purest form and, and one of the purest forms I feel and what I have researched and found is the King James version, at least the 1611 version. And those versions there are fairly pure. Like I said, over time, the Bible has gotten, gotten, um, I don't want to say perverted, but the Bible has just gotten distorted a little bit over the years. And sometimes I notice throughout the generations and generations and hundreds and hundreds of years, the Bible's gotten uh, a little distorted where things are, words seem to be twisted, just little bits of words and stuff like that. And, and, and to be honest, folks, I, I don't know how you are listening to, to this podcast. I don't like things to be perverted. I don't like things to be distorted. You know, if something's right, it's right. If something's wrong, it's wrong. Let's call it out what it is. I don't like somebody saying, well, sort of kinda and, and wishy-washy statements like that. Either either you are or either you aren't. You know, if if you're a sinner out there and like we all are, and I'm 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 one of the biggest sinners, folks, so so don't feel bad. Uh, I'm definitely a big sinner. And you know, you have to ask God forgiveness. And you have to know that uh, a God is willing. He's a kind God. He's a love God. He's a loving God. He's a willing God. He's a forgiving God. And you have to understand that and realize that. So Romans chapter eight, here's the last one before we get into the closing prayer, folks. Romans chapter eight, uh, verse 28, Romans chapter eight, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for the good that love God and, and to them, who are called according to his purpose. And this is my purpose. This is my purpose right here to broadcast to you live to, to help you understand what is going on in the world, folks. And this is my purpose. And this is what I do. And this is what I love to do. I love to do this several times a week. So if you've not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior, please find a, a, a quiet space somewhere, folks, a quiet space, maybe in a room. Uh, if you have to go into even a bathroom, go into your car, uh, close the door for a second, uh, or a corner of the house or somewhere, uh, and you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, if you've not given your life to Jesus and invited him into yours, I want to just say a prayer and just repeat after me, folks. Jesus, I believe you're the Son of God that you died on the cross to rescue me from sin and death to restore me to the Father. I choose now to turn away from my sins, my self-centeredness, and every part of my life that does not please you. I choose you. I give myself to you. I receive your forgiveness. 
and ask you take your rightful place in my life as my Savior and Lord. Come reign in my heart, fill me with your love, your life, and help me to become a person who is truly loving, a person like you. Restore me, Jesus. Live in me. Love through me. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, folks, thank you so much and welcome. And God bless you so much and and celebrate. That's your first step. That's the salvation prayer. That's your first step in becoming a Christian and getting to know Jesus Christ better. Okay, folks? And the next step would be get a hold of a Bible. Again, I mentioned King James. It doesn't have to be King James. Just get a good, good, good Holy Bible. Uh, And then once you read the Holy Bible and you get into it, you might want to find a good Christian church, a church that does preach the Trinity, Trinity being the Father, uh, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, And you want to tell the pastor that you prayed the salvation prayer with Eric and you want to know more about Jesus Christ and get into reading God's Word. Start at the book of Genesis. Start anywhere you want, really. But uh, I'm the type of person, I'm, I'm a little OCD, so I always like to start from one page and go to the next and go to the next. Always start at the front and then work my way to the back, obviously, because I'm OCD. But that's, that's my hang-up and issue, folks. But get into the Word of God live the Word of God, and then start telling friends and family how this is how this is changing your life, how you feel better as a person, better as a human being, better as a brand new Christian. And then once you get into that, and uh, then you want to uh, start telling your family and your friends, along with going to church and celebrating Jesus Christ and just living the Word of God. And I can personally say, folks... Uh, don't feel bad if you are a sinner. I'm a sinner, and I admit that. I admit that to all these tens of thousands of people listening to this podcast each and every week. Uh, I'm a sinner. I've made lots and lots and lots of mistakes. Um, I've gone through a divorce or two or more. Uh, I've had some issues along the way, uh, but I've turned my life over to Jesus Christ. I still sin every day. I still ask for forgiveness, and God, through his mercy through Jesus Christ, God forgives me because God's a kind God. God's a loving God. God's an all-seeing God. God is a mighty God. God, through Jesus Christ, loves you folks, and that's what you have to understand. So, So I'm not perfect, and God doesn't expect you to be perfect, but what God does is expect is just to give him a little time, get into his word, study, study God, and study the word through the Bible and get into a good church and then start telling people about it. God God knows that we're going to sin and we have to repent. We have to repent like I do each and every day. Oh, man, just, just waking up sometimes. You ever have one of them days you just wake up and you get out of bed and you go, boy, oh, boy. You know, you don't get out of bed and say, oh, I feel like sinning today. You know, it's like, oh, Eric, you know, what are you going to sin first? But sometimes we have days like that where we let the tongue slip or we say something that we didn't really mean or we say a bad word or this or that or have bad thoughts. And it's and it's human. And we're all human. We're all sinners we all have to realize, folks, 
that in this world and in this lifetime, nobody's perfect. Jesus was the only perfect person that ever walked the face of the earth. And that's what you have to understand, that we will be with God Almighty and Jesus Christ in heaven, but we have to live the life. And it's not going to be easy. If I told you it was easy, I'd be a liar. Pastors, pastors nowadays I see all the time. I see on TV. I see this and I see that sometimes. They always, always, always tell you about the very best things and don't tell you the opposite. I'm the type of person, I'm a very realist person, um, independent, and I'm a realist person, independent meaning I don't bring politics or anything else into my decision-making process. I try to bring God into my decision-making process each and every day, and some days I just plain fail, and I ask forgiveness, and I start all over the next day. But you have to understand is if you don't accept Jesus Christ and something does happen to you and you don't accept Jesus Christ, there's two places you go. And again, I'm going to say this. I know I said this on a couple podcasts, but I'll say it one more time. Two places you go. You go to heaven or you go to hell. Unbelievers go to hell. Sinners and, and people that don't have their name written in God's book of life, you go to hell. I know, you know, there might be people out there saying, well, geez, you know, I have to change my direction. I'll never make it. Well, you know, I feel the same way sometimes. I can really, truly relate because I'm not a perfect person and I screw up each and every day and I sin each and every day and I ask God for forgiveness. Sometimes there's a lot of things I could do in life that, that I could do much, much better, folks. And that's why I'm here. I'm trying to bring my experience as a Christian and my experience just as a, a Christian and as a human being and as a sinner, I tried to bring this to you so you can relate. Um, I don't want to be a superstar. I don't, I don't never think about making money because this is, this is uh, non-for-profit anyway. I don't do that. I'm just trying to get out God's word. This is my calling, folks. And I can only do this with you. And again, if you prayed the prayer, the salvation prayer, and accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I give you congratulations and I commend you. And the next step is get a hold of a good Bible and start reading the Bible. Just pick up a spot and read anywhere and get to know the Bible and get to know Jesus Christ and then find a good, good Christian church. And then, then when you are feeling a little confident and you want to do something, then, then go out and talk to, talk to friends and family. And tell them what you're experiencing and tell them the joy that you've now become a Christian and you now become saved in the name of Jesus. Like, share, subscribe if you like this podcast, folks. And again, your donations are always welcome and greatly appreciated. This is Eric, and this is End Time World News. Go to redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. That's redcircle.com forward slash end time world news. Like, share, subscribe. Be well, be safe, folks. But most importantly, God bless you and your families. I love you. Thank you very much for tuning in. And thank you very much for listening. I'm out of here. See ya. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.